Good morning and welcome to AM 1160 The Quest. We are broadcasting live from the studios here in Roswell, Georgia, and welcome to Shelter in Peace. My name is Mari Cleveland, and I am joined by my good friend, Janice Murphy, and my other... I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious flashback from the past. Got married, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, exactly. Janice (laughs) Givens and our other dear friend, our producer, Annie Porter. Good morning, y'all. How are you? I cannot wait to hear what the Holy Spirit says because we have we were in there praying and just all kinds of things start coming to us and all kinds of people were texting us and calling us. So I'm really excited because we've totally surrendered. So whatever he whatever the Holy Spirit wants, we want. Amen. 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 So as as you all know, as we've spoken about in the last couple of weeks, we've been together. You are sheltering in place, but we are asking you to come with us and shelter in peace because we just think that this is a this has been a blessed time. This has been a blessed time in so many ways. And one of the ways that um, as Catholics, as Catholic Christians, we show our thanks is by just really being very um, honoring of God during this time and recognizing that as we thank him, that brings peace to each of us. And so that's what we want. We want this to be a place where you can experience peace. And um, so we want to make sure we start with prayer and Amen. start with prayer that that honors God and that does give him give him thanks. Um, interestingly enough, we have had several listeners who've sent us prayers. Yes. Um, and I was talking to one of our listeners last week about all the things that we're experiencing and that she's been experiencing. And she um, just earlier this week said, God um, laid this prayer on her heart. She wanted to share it with us. And Janice and I read it and we just thought that it was such a beautiful prayer. We wanted to be able to share it with you. So Janice, would you read that prayer from our listener for, yeah. to start us off? That's a great way to start. And thank you, Elizabeth, for this prayer. I hope I was able to say that, but yes, yeah, okay. you win. You can. Um, name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for leaving the majesty of your throne, your, your heavenly kingdom, to come and live with us for a time. We thank you for your sacrifice on Calvary, the suffering you endured, the physical and emotional torture, the humiliation, so that you could live with us forever. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that dwells within each believer and the spark of divinity that becomes a part of every person when you spoke us into creation in your likeness. We thank you that through this pandemic, your glory is on display. That spark of divinity revealed in each act of kindness, each sacrifice, and each helping hand. That we hear your voice in each person that asks, what can I do to help you? Use me. And for those who are suffering during this time, for those facing illness, death, loss of a job, those who are experiencing fear and doubt and anxiety and depression, oh Lord, that they will seek you, that they will come by the thousands, the tens of thousands, that your kingdom would swell with those aching to hear your voice. And as your word tells us, those that seek you will find you. And when they seek you with all their heart, and as they begin to hear your gentle whisper, that they will feel your peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding. And that peace will fall upon them and ease their pain. And that will put aside their different, that we will put aside our differences and offer grace to one another, offer grace to one another, including our enemies, that this love on display will begin to swell and multiply, that mankind will begin to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God and with one another. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we ask these things in your name and the name of your most merciful and loving son, Jesus. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, Son, and Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow. That was, I just, every time I read that, it's just so, so, uh, so powerful. 
Hey, Annie, though, can we start with um, you telling us, I, I know that obviously people who are listening are already listening, but it's really important for us to be able to share with our friends how to listen because a lot of people, I even told some people, um, you know, last week, I'm like, you know, did you get a chance to listen? They're like, no, I wasn't in my car. But how else can they listen and how can they connect with us for this Shelter and Peace Hour today? Yeah, so we have our app available and we are loading all of our local content that we've been producing and the shows we've been doing during this pandemic we have been loading them to the app and online on our website. So if you don't have our app, you can download it at the App Store or on the Google Play Store. You just need to search for Quest Atlanta and then you just download it. And all in that app, we have like Catholic news sources. We've got our um, programs on demand, whether that's our national shows that we have on the air or our local stuff that we're putting out. And we have a prayer resources tab now too. Oh, wow. Um, wow. So you can click prayer and submit your prayer request there. You can click the prayer resources and you can find um, lately, like on Tuesdays, we've been talking about the flame of love movement. Oh, yeah. And so, those, yeah. And so those, those prayers that we've been talking about on that show are available under prayer resources. And we also have prayer podcasts now. So the Divine Mercy Chaplet that you can hear at 3 p.m. daily here on mm-hmm. the Quest. Yes, you can play it anytime you want now. So oh, that's you know, so great. Oh, that's maybe great. you didn't great. make it to the first like eight minutes of the hour, you know, yeah. to pray it at three o'clock, and now it's still three o'clock. You know, the three o'clock hours. It's three so o'clock want, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's three. No. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah, and so now you can play it whenever. Um, and we're going to be adding more and more content to that. Like we've had some of our homilies from the heart that we've done in the past. And we want to get those on there as well. So you'll be able to listen to those. So you definitely want to download that app. And okay. um, you just go to the App Store or Google Play Store, search for Quest Atlanta and click download. And then once that app comes on your phone, yeah. what I didn't know, I'll, I'll be really dumb here, but I didn't know you had to go up to that left corner with a little... There's three lines. Yeah, that. They call it a hamburger menu? Okay. Oh, I, don't like, I never did that. I didn't oh, either until it's we were, like a hamburger and a bun? I guess. Okay. You know? So yeah, you click that and it's got all those little options there. You can sit, submit a testimonial to us. Like there's so many options. You got to go check it out. Okay. Yeah. But if you're on the website, you can click listen live. You can do right. listen live on the app as well, but you can also find these programs programs that I'm talking about on the website under programs. So the website's thequestatlanta.com. Okay. And how do they know today? Like if they want to go to Facebook and the email? So if today you want to submit a prayer prayer request to us, or maybe you have an awesome blessing story that you've you've heard about, you've someone, you know, experienced, you know, we want to know, we want to hear that and be able to share that with everyone. So you can go to our Facebook page, you just search for the Quest Atlanta and one of our, our most recent posts is the one that you would put those prayer requests under <laughs> and those Perfect. blessing stories. And you know, if it's not something you want to share publicly, um, we encourage you to send it to our prayers at the com email address. Okay. Yeah. And also isn't Carol right now, like in the other room, like answering the info at the com? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have access to prayers and info oh, as well. So you're so, so. good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's a multitasker. Yes. She can do that. As that you know, and, and shout out to Annie and everybody, because my goodness, you know, everybody else is like not. Well, that's not true. A lot of people are working from home and doing other things. But Annie and a ton of volunteers are working from home and working from here and just, you know, six feet apart. And, and they're just doing amazing things and have not quit. And in fact, now more than ever, they're busier than ever. We're bu- people who are. Um, in ministry and praying or just trying to spread God's light are really busier than ever mm-hmm. before. So a- shout out to Annie and we're, and we're listener supported. So certainly if you have any extra, uh, you know, money sitting around, we will take it <laughs> and we'll put it to really good use. 
We will, because we always want to share. So the cool thing about this is right when all this started, you know, the first thing we did when we talked about it was um, uh, Carol and a a whole team of volunteers started calling all of our listeners Mm -hmm. and just saying, how are you? You guys okay? What are you doing? How do you, um, you know, what kind of prayers do you need? How can we pray for you? And then we have a chapel that we literally go and pray for them. So the first week we had seven pages, uh, single, uh, you know, single spaced of Mm -hmm. prayers. This and the next day was uh, next week was six pages. And this week we got five more pages of prayers. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing. And so it's really we're, we're loving hearing from everybody and the stories. And the um, like one lady was saying that one person she talked to after the conversation was so nice and long and just so fulfilling that the, the lady said, hey, can we keep in touch? <laughs> you know, oh. So it's, it's a really good thing. The quest is really here for you. And we want you to know that we are we're all one team. We're all one family and we're here for each other and this that's what this is all this show is all about it is and it it is interesting how it's become even more engaging that because people are sending in their prayers and they're recognizing not just prayers for all their needs but also prayers of thanksgiving oh yeah yeah just realizing that part of what we do um is we praise god and we praise him by giving him thanks for for so many so many opportunities and i do love the fact that some of our listeners are now sending in prayers that like the one from elizabeth we just listened to and we've got one later in the show as well that that they are just feeling very um, touched and moved to be able to do that. So why don't we go ahead and we'll pray a few of our prayers of Thanksgiving, and then we'll talk a little bit about um, one of our blessings we just had, which was Divine Mercy Sunday. Oh, that's a great idea. We just had that. So um, once again, in the name of the Father and the Son and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come to you and that we are able to praise you um, and give you thanks. And um, one of our listeners did ask us to thank you for the quest and for these broadcasts during the the quarantine period. We are thankful for our healthy families um, and for all the new ways that our families are enjoying one another during this time by sharing meals and and walking and hiking and Mm -hmm. playing games and praying together. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for marriages. we thank you for Antony and Njuski on their wedding anniversary. Um, we thank you for our children, Lord, and we um, we thank you for all of the ways that uh, you are leading them closer to you during this time. And we thank you for those children who are homeschooled um, by all their parents. We ask a hedge of protection over them and blessing for their parents who are helping them. I know, Janice, you were working on math yesterday advanced math advanced math yes (laughs) so lord we thank you for this opportunity to to learn alongside our children nancy asked us to pray for her son sean just for clarity of mind for him and and an increase in his faith and we ask for that increase in faith for all of our children Um, we also thank you for so many of the teachers who are going above and beyond i know my sister elizabeth is a teacher has been a teacher for 30 years and she is working so diligently to create beautiful online content for her for her students and we had um, a parent ask us to pray for the teachers at Cambridge High School who are doing so much as well. Um, We've got prayers of gratitude for um, so many people, including um, uh, Debbie's son, Ben, who's just come home from South Korea and for our communities. Um, He was serving in the military and for all of our military. Yes, for all of those who are in the military. And uh, also Thanksgiving for our faith communities like uh, Darlene's faith community of St. Teresa. and I also praise you and thank you for the BT Moms Rosary Group who are currently praying for us right now. Um, and we also just continue to pray for all of the beautiful new children you are bringing into this yes. world, Lord, including baby Teresa, baby Chloe, Mary's daughter and, and her granddaughter who are due on June 3rd. And for James and Dana and their new baby due in September. Lord, we thank you that we can praise you um, for all of these wonderful and good things. 
So um, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Amen. So Janice, tell us about, um, so tell us about Divine Mercy Sunday. And as you do that, I'm going to once again, just remind our listeners who, who we are and you're listening to Shelter in Peace right now on AM 1160, The Quest. And I'm here, I'm Mari Cleveland. I'm here with my friend Janice Givens. And Janice is about to share with us some of the blessings that she received this weekend during Divine Mercy Sunday. Yeah, what a week. I mean, what a great time to be Catholic. The Divine Mercy Sunday, what an amazing, amazing, I I don't want to say holiday. What what do you call it? Feast day. It's just beautiful. What a great outpouring of grace. And, you know, I don't know, this this time it was even more special. Maybe Mm. it was because of the quarantine, who knows, but... Uh, maybe it was because, you know, I was able to call my pastor and get, uh, you know, with an individual appointment to get confession. And so I had confession and just the outpouring of grace and the promises Jesus made to Sister Faustina, St. Faustina. Um, what an amazing thing. And then I, I was watching, um, doing a spiritual communion uh, mass with a priest named Father Jonathan in trying to get this right, All Saints in Indiana. I've been, I found him, uh, you know, on YouTube and it's been really, I love his homilies, but he had a, a, a life size statue of Jesus and then had taken like red and white cloth and oh. pulled it and stretched it out of his, uh, Jesus's heart across the, uh, space, you know, that oh he was in. Gosh. So it was quite, it was really moving. He also had a life size, um, replica of the shroud of Turin. <gasps> So it was a really wow. cool homily. Wow. Yeah, that was him. after that, you know, and then so, you know, it was easy too. I was listening to a couple other homilies. So what a great thing. And then at three o'clock, we got our family back together and said the Divine Mercy Chaplet. You know, and Annie mentioned too, it was eight, it's eight minutes every three o'clock, every mm-hmm. day at three on the station. It's eight minutes. Yeah. So when people say. Really, it's seven minutes and 30 seconds. I was just <laughs> going to say. <laughs> Annie, <laughs> actually, Annie, Annie sped us up. That's the amazing part of this technology because yeah, that's really. me and my ladies from Blessed Trinity praying that. And see? When we prayed it and then she did it, we, she said, I got you to 730. Oh, my goodness. And see, and that's so cool. And so if, you know, anytime you can now, I mean, now we can listen to that on the web. But, you know, anybody who doesn't have seven minutes and 30 seconds to get your family together. Well, it might take seven minutes and 30 seconds to get your family together. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but to just, just stop and say the Divine Mercy Chaplet, I mean... And what graces just keep flowing. So, and I've been getting a lot of texts and, and emails, and we've been getting calls about things that people are doing, and just the, the abundance of blessing. It feels like this is like an outpouring of sacramental grace mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's praying and praying together as a family. The people are sending me pictures of their family praying. Um, it's really cool, and just the things they're doing. One family was saying that you know, their grandfather is up in um, Ohio, so they can't in a nursing home. They can't visit him, obviously, mm-hmm. from Georgia. But so their family has taken they, they got a whole pack of index cards and wrote all these prayer quotes on them. And then they wrote handwrite handwritten letters to people in a nursing home near them. Mm, and so wow. they took it there in honor of their grandfather. Oh, that's such I mean, a what, neat that's way so to perfect. And then out. another family is uh, every night at their family rosary. They're drawing names. Mm-hmm. And then that whoever it's a secret, like a kind of secret Santa kind of thing that day, the next day, they're supposed to be extra nice to that person, you know, <laughs> and or not beat them up, you know, whatever. But um, and then then be extra nice. And then that night at the rosary, they reveal who it was. Mm. So what a cool way to do extra good things. And, um, you know, that people are just uh, reaching out to their godsons and goddaughters in this special time there. Uh, I know that people um, one family said that they dress up for mass. They hmm. get their best clothes on and okay. they go get their best chair. Oh. They get their what they call the finest chair in the house and they put those there for the mass, which in is front cool. of the television. And, there. Yeah. And oh, they're wow. casting it. You know, a lot of people they're doing that screen sharing thing where you put your phone and you do this whatever. And you, you can get it up on your big screen T V or okay, whatever. So you need to tell some people how to do that because 
I'm a little behind. So what I use is I use an HDMI cable and I yeah. hook my computer with the HDMI cable right. to the HDMI on my television so yeah. I can broadcast it from my, I can broadcast mass on my computer and then it goes up onto the big screen in our family room. So Annie's looking at us like, are you kidding? Because she's the millennial in the room. <laughs> No, that's totally an easy way to do that. We have a fire stick. And so we have, so the fire stick basically makes our TV smart. Okay. (laughs) So it can pick up the internet, but like some cable boxes, you can Mm -hmm. have the YouTube app on it. And so that's how we've been watching masses Mm -hmm. is with the YouTube app. Right. And smart TVs, like anybody who's bought a TV in the last couple of years, um, you know, you can, or they're usually smart TVs and then your phones are usually able to, you know, depending on what phone you have, either they call it mirror cast or cast or screen sharing. And it'll literally, you know, you, you whatever's on your phone will go up to the TV. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people have told me that they're sitting in front of a desk in front of their computer watching mass. And I'm like, no, you guys can go have, you know, make your whole family room have, G, you know, have spiritual communion right there. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. And so, you know, we, you can look on your phone, you, you pull up on your phone, what you want to go up there and then you. Uh, you find the option for um, screen sharing or casting, and then it'll go, it'll find your smart TV and then it'll go up there. So it's really cool, really a great way. And obviously, you know, spiritual communion, we want the real thing. You know, we obviously yeah. want to, I cannot wait until we get mm-hmm. to go to Jesus. And that's what people are hungry. That's a big thing now more than ever is a great time to evangelize because now is when you can share with other people who are not, um, who, well, Catholics and not Catholics, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of Catholics might not really understand that our theology, that we believe that this is the body and the blood of Jesus Christ and we want to receive mm-hmm. it. So the TV's, you know, good, great, and graces can still come and Jesus can still meet us anywhere, but we can't wait till um, we get to actually receive him again. So that's going to be exciting. And again, just people were sending me all kinds of things where they've been praying around hospitals. They've been one lady who was a principal. Um, she was, she's on her Facebook page. She's reading bedtime stories to her oh, students that's great. and she's putting on different hats and things like that. Um, so it's really cool like that. Another one's got an outdoor fire pit and they're saying their ni- nightly prayers there. Mm. Oh, last night, did anybody see the shower, the media shower? I did not. Okay. I yeah. tried to see. I couldn't find it. Oh, <laughs> oh, it, it, it was up in the sky. <laughs> uh, you look I think up. it wasn't quite dark enough where I was. Yeah. So I went to a dark place um, and it was unbelievable how many stars were out last night. That's it was a perfect amazing. night. And we, we kept waiting. My daughter and I were laying on the porch and we were waiting and we're like, all right, let's say our nightly rosary. So we said the rosary and, you know, it said that you were supposed to see 20 stars, uh, 20 meteors an hour. And we're like, hmm. Well, this is about as clear as we're going to get. So where are they? <laughs> and of course, right after our rosary, zink, one went Aww. like, you know, like, like an eight inch zip across the sky. Oh, that's awesome. It was so cool. That it was awesome. like, Jesus, thank you. And Mary, you know, wow. Yeah. What a little wink. I love it. I call it God winks. God, you know, winks. When God, winks. God winks. Yeah. I've been having a lot of God winks. And for me, God winks happen a lot of times. I love words. Yeah. And yeah. so a lot of times through scripture. And it's been amazing to me how God continues to weave together so many different ideas and thoughts. And, and Janice, you touched on so many aspects of this as you were talking about just the ways that people are hungry and they're reaching out and they're also doing just beautiful, creative things. And I just love the creative generosity that's oh, going yeah. on out there. But for me, um, some of the Godwinks have been, um, it's interesting, our founder um, of the Quest, Carol, God put on her heart First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen, and oh, for those people who don't know that that scripture, it's actually um, our family scripture. Mm. If you don't have a family scripture, it's kind of a fun thing to be able to do. But oh, it's our family scripture, idea. which is be joyful always, pray continually, 
give thanks in all circumstances mm. for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. And, you know, we just finished giving thanks with our, our prayer. Mm. But um, Carol was saying she was so moved at in adoration one day when she was reminded during in reading a devotional about Corey Ten Boom. And for those of you oh, who yeah. do, you know Corey Ten Boom, yeah, Annie, you know Corey Ten Boom. She's the one who um, she was in a concentration camp in Ravensbrück with her sister Betsy, and they um, they were um, they had been hiding Jewish families and were caught by the Nazis in World War II and put in a concentration camp. And um, Corey and her sister were put in there and the first thing that her sister said is you know we need to pray and we need to thank god we need to thank god for all that we have in here and um and so uh cory was a little bit more feisty than her sister she's like seriously honestly Betsy, we got to pray for all of this and she said yeah first of all pray thanksgiving that we were put together in the same uh, barracks yes. and and that was beautiful and then also what happened was they actually had a bible with them Oh, and wow. isn't that amazing? She said, um, her sister said, we got to pray that you've got, we've got the Bible uh. and that we didn't get searched right before we came in here. For some reason, they were able to bring a Bible in. Wow. And the first thing they opened up, they opened up the Bible and started praying and they prayed First Thessalonians 5, 16 oh, through 18. Wow. And they talked Aww. about how they could, um, actually, they went a little further back from 14, I think, that it was um, comfort the frightened, help the weak. Be patient with everyone. That's the beginning of that. Um, and that's what they did during that time. And I think that's what we're seeing so many people during doing this time as well. But what was so fascinating about that story was be thankful um, in all circumstances. And part of their circumstances, they also had fleas in the barracks, oh, boy. which was dreadful. And so they talked about how be thankful for the fleas. And Corey said, seriously, Betsy, I have to be thankful for the fleas. Oh, wow. And they ended up finding out weeks later that the reason they ended up having so much freedom in their barracks, literally nobody, none of the guards or right. anybody would come into their barracks. And they were able to share the Bible and pray with women. And they didn't know why they had so many, so much protection and so much, you know, freedom to do that. And um, one day Betsy said, Corey, I found out why they won't come in here because we have fleas. Oh my here. gosh. Praise <laughs> God for the fleas. Wow. So they had praised God for the fleas. And, and it, I mean, just stories like that, oh, you know, man. from the past, but also stories like that from now, what's going on. And for example, one of the things that I was thinking about when we were just joking about how millennials know how to use technology, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, What's been on my heart for so long is how many of our millennials have fallen away from the church and how some people are like one or two generations away from the church. If you right. look at the numbers and one of the un unintended consequences of the fact that now we have masses online and we have all of these um, all churches um, online and we've got so many devotionals and wonderful ways to learn and Bible studies are yeah. just exploding online free. But yeah. what one of my friends said is she said, you know, statistics are showing that millennials are starting to tune in more yeah. than ever. Oh, wow. And they're coming back to church because this is a safe and easy way for them. Oh, they're yeah, very yeah. familiar with the technology. And it's also they don't feel like they're being judged. They're not afraid to ask a question, oh. you know, or to look it up because they're not being no, nobody's going to say, so can you quote the scripture or can you find uh -huh. this in your Bible or do you know the answer to this theology question? They're not they're not threatened at all. And so they're starting to have a taste and they're starting to step wow. in. And I'm just praying that that's one of the things that won't change. Oh, amen. Yeah. You know, and, and what a great opportunity as Catholics to evangelize and to reach out to our young adults. Yes. What, and what about, I was thinking about this the other day uh, in the middle of the night, of course, um, <laughs> you know, the, what a great time for pastors to reach out to their young adults and to their 
their teenagers if they so desire to invite them to train them to become Eucharistic ministers of the sick. Because mm-hmm. even when we go back to church, mm-hmm. we're not going to our vulnerable individuals aren't going to be able to come. And so what a great since they're supposedly at a population that is a lot more immune to all of this. Yeah. Why not get them in all of our your young adult groups, our 20s and 30s and train them to be Eucharistic ministers and then teach them to go out and serve and yeah. to go to the wouldn't that be wonderful? That like, would be what great. A, that you know, that I was just thinking that's a that's a good one. You know, and Janice, you don't know this, but actually that's something that my kids and I have done for 10 years now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Starting when they were very, very young, they came with me and we brought um, we've brought Eucharist to the to the nursing homes around Sandy Springs. Oh, my goodness. And so my kids got to those ladies and men got to watch my kids grow up. But my kids also got to see all these beautiful grandmothers and grandfathers and and my son, when he was old enough, became a Eucharistic minister. Oh my so goodness! He could give and look like, at that. Yeah. God, there's another wink. He's yeah, like winking so. Does. It's more like a blink. That's a two eye. <laughs> Bink, ba-dink, 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 you know. Oh yeah, God, but it's so been good. such a blessing for our family too, right? Right, right, Just such right. A blessing. Right. You know, you're listening to um, Shelter in Peace, and that's what we wanted. You know, it's Mari Cleveland and Janice Gibbons, and we wanted to really, really just give our listeners an opportunity to have hopeful, peaceful, joyful stories. So that's what we're doing here. And it's, you know, it's every Wednesday for who knows long. Uh, (laughs) We're new at this. We're new at this. How long the Holy Spirit wants us to be talking to Yeah, that's right. Till I get fired. (laughs) (laughs) Considering we're volunteers. um. (laughs) Hey, but let's get back to some prayers, too, because there's... When we were praying, we always get here early on Wednesdays, and we were praying in the chapel, and I got a lot of calls. Um, mm-hmm. Last week, I shared with you that my, my cousin, Mike, uh, passed away from a mm-hmm. heart attack suddenly, yeah. and um, his wife called me just right before this. So I really, you know, of course, I took the call, and we just wanted to talk, and I wanted to talk to Anita and see how she's doing, and what an uplifting conversation. And what she was saying was so important to right now that I felt like God was probably telling me to to yeah. share it. You know, not only is God is in control and it's obviously tremendous suffering for a lot of people in the funeral, you know, not, not being able to have a funeral like you wanted, just a, amazing. But she, the one thing she said was that God is in control mm-hmm. and that she said, please tell everybody to use this time. Don't let this time go to waste. Yeah. Use this time and to say, I love you yeah. and to stop and to say, I love you to the people that, and not just like, I love you, you know, but call people up mm-hmm. and tell them that yeah. you love them. And anybody certainly that's in your home, call say, to say you love them and also get them together every day and then tell the most important person, God, mm-hmm. that we love him. Yeah. Tell Jesus we love him. Yeah. So there are so many, um, other people suffering that we want to get into and, and pray for. And we do, we are coming up on a break and we have our mystery guest coming in after the break and our mystery guest, you're going to really want to hear this pre uh, uh, this person, this priest. All right, this priest. Yeah. We have a mystery priest coming on. So you're really going to want to hear him. So um, we're going to have to go for, in a break for a second, but in one minute, but again, this is um, sheltering in peace. So let's get, go cover a couple of, I'm just going to, pray a little bit out loud here was for some of the people suffering in the name of the father son holy spirit amen heavenly father we just bring to you all of our listeners and all the people who aren't listening but just all the people in the world all over the world that are suffering that are are hurting they're angry they're lonely they're depressed lord we just bring all of those people to you and just ask you you're the ultimate physician so we ask you to heal them all we ask you to heal the people who are having surgeries today it's been like randy and others that are of our listeners that are actually now that surgeries are starting to come 
uh, out more that, you know, they're going to be going through that people that have uh, friends that are suffering with the, with the virus or people that have passed. So there's so many people to pray for Lord, and we'll get into some specifics, but just right now, Lord, we just pray for healing and a, and a cure that, so that we can move forward and that we can go back to, um, worshiping you together in community because we know that you're a God of community. So Lord, we're just going to lift all of these uh, listeners up to you right now. And as we go to break, Lord, we just ask you to um, in the silence of this break, or in the break too, Lord, we just ask our listeners to pray along with us and just to lift up their own prayers so that um, we can all be joining together at this moment. We ask all this in your name. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Sheltering in Peace. Stay tuned. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. St. Pope John Paul II said, The root of the culture of death is our inordinate preoccupation with efficiency. In today's culture, we value doing over being. We are defined by what we do instead of who we are as precious children of God, made in His image. The United States Conference of Catholic Bishops says this about life. We proclaim that human life is a precious gift from God, that each person who receives this gift has responsibilities toward God, self, and others, and that society, through its laws and social institutions, must protect and nurture human life at every stage of its existence, from natural conception to natural death. Please take every opportunity you can to respect and affirm the value of all human life, from womb to tomb. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. AM 1160 The Quest is listening to you, too. One listener shared. Every time I get in my car, I turn on the quest, and it seems to always address whatever is on my heart that day. God is really speaking to me through this station. Thank you so much for bringing a message of truth and hope into my life and to so many others across Atlanta. If you're enjoying the station, please consider supporting us with a donation. Go online to thequestatlanta.com. The Quest invites you to pray the Unity Prayer. Let us pray. My adorable Jesus. May our feet journey together. May our hands gather in unity. May our hearts beat in unison. May our souls be in harmony. May our thoughts be as one. May our ears listen to the silence together. May our glances profoundly penetrate each other. May our lips pray together to gain mercy from the Eternal Father. Amen. It's a good day, good day to be Welcome back. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to Shelter in Peace on AM 1160 The Quest. I'm Mari Cleveland, and I'm joined by Janice Givens, and we actually have a mystery guest for you. So Janice, would you like to introduce our mystery guest to our listeners? Uh, yeah, I'm very, very excited to have this priest come and join us. Um, now, you know, obviously, we know what it's like to be a parishioner, but I'm really anxious to hear what um, what he says about how it's like to be a priest. So this is a, one of... Um, a well-loved priest who has not only been a pastor, but he's also been at St. Pius as a campus minister and uh, um, all, all over. And he's doing so many cool things on Facebook and on his um, website. Uh, I'll give you the name of the website, and then you can see if you can know it. C-O-K-A-S.org, which stands for the Pastor of Christ our King and Savior, Father Michael Silloway. Welcome, welcome. Hey there, everybody. Hi there, Father Michael. How are you? 
I'm doing great, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. This is a great joy. Oh, we're so excited. So how have you been doing? How has this been? Oh, my goodness. What a crazy... What a, no, I always like to say unbelievable because that can go either way. So what an unbelievable <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> time we are living in and one that we will remember for our entire lives. So how has it been for you? Um, I think unbelievable is a great way to put it. Um, I've been all over the place. Um, <laughs> there's been so many moments of great joy and hope and faith that have shined through. And there's, there's been a lot of sadness and frustration mm-hmm. and... Uh, lack of clarity and confusion and mm, everything. Definitely. It's been it's been a little bit of everything, but um, Easter and the good weather has oh, brought a lot of joy. Brought a lot of joy. Yeah, I don't remember a spring that's been this beautiful. Maybe it's because we're in it. <laughs> we're out there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're, we have to experience it. Yeah, you know, even just the birds sound. Cl- the, the, I don't know. Everything seems clearer. But I, I'm I'm just I'm just uh, feeling the the graces as well. Have do you have? Can you share any stories of some specific maybe blessings that you've seen coming from this? Oh my gosh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, well, right before uh, the governor declared uh, the, the lockdown of the state, we had already, you know, dispensed uh, Catholics from uh, Sunday Mass obligation and whatnot, and different priests were doing different things mm-hmm. across the Archdiocese with trying to, you know, minister their flocks and maybe get them communion one last time or something like this. So um, before, before Holy Week, before Palm Sunday, before the lockdown, um, we we decided we were going to give out our palms before people weren't allowed to leave their homes anymore mm. and um and have an opportunity to to with a uh, mask and gloves and hand sanitizer and <laughs> social distancing do a uh, distribute holy communion to people oh wow um and so pe- most people had already you know been missing the blessed sacrament for for probably about a i think a week or so at that point or maybe it was longer than a week <laughs> and seeing people drive up well, what i did was i was standing out in the parking lot and uh, people would drive up and um, roll down their car window, and with my glove and my mask, I was wearing my vestments <laughs> from that. Distribute <laughs> oh. Holy Communion. The, the the tears of joy. Oh wow! Uh-huh. Uh, people receiving the Eucharist and knowing that who knows how long it's, it's going to be again before they do. But it, so it, as it was a uh, you know, a, a moment of, of gravitas, let's say, um, it was also such a beautiful moment of seeing the people hungry for the Eucharistic Lord. Um, and so grateful uh, to be with him. It was a moment of profound unity in our parish. The, I was out there for over two hours. Oh my goodness! Um, wow. Um, people just coming by, and it was it was powerful, powerful to, to see the faith of the people. Oh wow! Wow, yeah. that is amazing. You know, and, and obviously, it's not going to be like boom, everything's open. So a lot of the no. things that you and other creative priests and and the ones even around the country, around the world, the things that you guys were already doing. Um, are going to probably be very helpful to share when we start opening things up. I mean, praise God. Well, in my view, I guess everybody has different views. Praise God. Um, Governor Kemp has decided to start allowing um, the businesses and things like that to open up. And I know that he's encouraged house of worships um, and in service, uh, not necessarily in the church, but certainly parking lot and uh, worship to begin again. So some of the things that you were doing before things kind of got uh uh, shut down, to lack of a better word, are going to come back into play, I think. So are there some other ideas that you think might be some of the first things that you're going to start doing uh, with permission and all that um, as we start beginning to go back to a new way of life? Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, and I, I just want to first contextualize everything that um, um, I do have such great respect uh, for the responsibility on the, the shoulders of our bishops at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. They're, they're having to make hard, hard, hard decisions, and I, for one, am glad that those decisions are not mine. Yeah, exactly. Um, but as soon as soon as, as they give the all-clear for, for any kind of open door, 
of if we can bring people back for um, things like we have been doing. We, we had done an outdoor adoration for First Friday. Oh, wow. Um, and we brought the, the Blessed Sacrament right outside the church, set up a tent and a canopy with some candles and a small altar. And people came into the parking lot and signed up for our to adore the Lord oh, from their cars. Wow. And then the solemn benediction at the end. And when 6 o'clock rolled around for our solemn benediction, there had to be 20, 30 cars in the parking lot. Oh. Um, it was awesome. Again, seeing the faith of the people, they're like, this is so weird. Who ever thought <laughs> they would go to a holy hour sitting in their car? But so many people did it. And all throughout the day, people had come all throughout the day to, to spend some time with our Lord. Things like drive-up confessional. I think that yeah. that is something that is is relatively easy, maintains the dignity of the sacrament and the the, yep. the confidentiality of it. Um, but again, it allows for people to stay at a distance, and you're not cooped up inside a little um, a confessional. But mm-hmm. it's still dignified and, and worthy of the grace of, of mercy that our Lord offers. Um, I think that's pretty pretty simple to do. And uh, I, I would say too is one uh, we're able to again uh, find a way to uh, distribute Holy Communion to people. Even if it has to be, you, you, you live stream your Mass in the church, but then invite people to, to come drive by one car at a time Yeah, uh, again mm-hmm. to receive Holy Communion. I think th- those kind of what, what resonates in my heart is, is good initial first steps. Yeah, I was talking to my pastor, and you know, you're saying, well, some people are going to feel, well, some people are going to be vulnerable, so they're going to maybe stay at home, and then some people right. might feel comfortable in their cars, and then some might feel comfortable like on a field, you know, so that everybody's going to have a different level of comfort, but, you know, how do we unite them? And I haven't said this to Annie yet, so she's probably going to like, <laughs> but I was thinking, wow, what a cool thing is like, maybe each Sunday we like highlight a different priest like like you and let you have, like we maybe do your mass. I don't know. She's looking at me like, I'm not sure if that's possible. But anyway, like where we they could tune into the quest and then whether they're on the field or at home or with you, they could all tune in somewhere together and then be together. I don't know if that's even possible. I have to look at it. <laughs> Janice likes to throw these things at me. <laughs> She's very creative. Yeah, this is the first time it's been live on air, though. So <laughs> sorry about that, Annie. I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll. Here, I got. Here, I got a glove for you. you want this glove? <laughs> I got some holy water. The, yeah, and in the meantime, a, a thing that I it kind of just came to me is like this is something we priests and deacons and a lot of lay people do anyway. So why not want to share it? Was the live streaming of the liturgy of the hours? Yes. Um, so it's not. I mean, it, it's it's. It's not high production value. It's my cell phone hovering over the Liturgy of the Hours book, the breviary, um, shaky cam and everything. Um, <laughs> but every day, I do Office of Readings and Morning Prayer at 8 on our, our parish Facebook page, and then again, Evening Prayer at 5. And we'll get no fewer no fewer than 10, but sometimes it's been up to 40, 50 people participating wow. in the Liturgy of the Hours, which is a, a practice and a prayer of the Church that, unfortunately, so few people know about. But yeah. it's, it's right after the Eucharist, it's the lifeblood prayer of the church um but people have really enjoyed that how do you oh so um how do i because i i have been trying for my whole life to figure that out and i never know and i, I can follow along and when they say go to page 862 or whatever but like could you maybe do like a little thing on your facebook um that says like here's a five minute tutorial of it just to kind of give us a hit so that when we do join in with that we'll know like what we're doing yeah, we could certainly do that. Probably the easiest thing to do, though, is uh, to download the iBrevery app. Okay, iBrevery. Um, on, on a phone. Mm-hmm. Can and, you spell that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I hope I get my I's and E's correct. I, B, as in Bravo, R, as in Romeo. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I need to look it up. Ah, I need see, to, that's what, yeah. Falling on air, that would be so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, can look the, Annie can look that up for you. She's over there going... 
Okay, I got it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, B as in Bravo, R as in Romeo, E as in Echo, V as in Victor, I as in Indigo, A as in Alpha, R as in Romeo, Y as in Yankee. Got it. Great. See, Brevier. that's very... Okay, and they, then that can show you how to do it? Oh, yeah. It, well, it's, it, it collates everything for you. There are no page turns. Ah. So it's <laughs> just, you, you just scroll, and you can follow the prayer perfectly. Okay. It's, uh, it gets a little complicated when there's there's options like optional memorials and whatnot, but um, oh yeah yeah yeah, it more or less it's straightforward, very easy to follow. Um, right, and for those of you who are just l- tuning in to listen to us, we are here at eleven sixty AM, the Quest Shelter and Peace, with Father Michael Silloway, um, and enjoying hearing some of his creative ways that he's drawing people into the Word and into the sacraments. That is, you know, and I've, I've heard of, uh, I do, every once in a while when I get on Facebook, I do like go check you out because you've got all kinds of cool things going on. And I know you've been doing some really fun things too. So tell us about some of those things I've heard about. I think I heard about some bingo going on too. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, the, this has been going around mainly on Instagram, oh, Instagram, but a lot of my okay. Christians are not on Instagram. So I, I brought it over to Facebook and people have been creating, you know, COVID bingo or a bingo for living in Atlanta or oh, bingo wow. for whatever their little community is. So some of the idiosyncrasies about little communities and whatnot. I thought this would be a lot of fun to do uh, with living out here um, in Georgia's Lake Country and our parish in particular. So um, I created a little uh, bingo thing for our Facebook page where people could take a screenshot of the bingo card and then using their phone's markup tool, oh, uh, just to mark up what applied to them. So there were things on there like, Oh, um, that's so funny. They participated in the Knights of Columbus fish fry. They've been to first Friday. Adoration. <laughs> they do online giving. Oh um, my gosh. That's great. Um, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And what um, a neat way was, for them to encourage each other too, to help them, everybody understand what are the different options they have out there and they can encourage each other that way. And did right? you, did you have prizes? <laughs> no, I, I didn't get that far in organization. I just put it together and put it out there. Oh, that's but, uh, funny. But if we do a round two, maybe there could be prizes, you know? Yeah. So I was going to say for prizes, um, um, I brought a box of gloves because actually <laughs> I was going to, um, I was going to be doing a painting thing at my house. So I looked in the painting section of Walmart and there was a box of gloves. So I bought them. So I'm going to give away like two free gloves. I'm going to mail them to whoever. Um, <laughs> so I got 25 options here. Um, anybody who like checks in on Facebook and says, I'm listening to Father Michael and listening to Shelter and Peace, I'll mail you and then put your, uh, or text me your, um, Address and I'll mail you some gloves. <laughs> oh, and then you could be the hands nice. of Christ. Oh, How about that? There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so what? What else? What other kind of things are you doing? I know that you have. You've got such an amazing creativity, and you've got an amazing gifts. I know you're singing. You're. You're. You've been singing too, um, sometimes, and you've got such a beautiful voice. It's so good that you can oh, share that you. gift. Yeah, and that that actually, I got to sing my mom's praises there. Uh, pun intended. Um, <laughs> that, that was that was not a, a talent I saw in myself. I wanted in middle school. I still wanted to play football and, and be, be an athlete and a jock and whatnot. My mom was like, "But you can sing. You got to take care of that." And ah. so she was the one who really cultivated that and gave me all kinds of opportunities with different choirs, the Atlanta Boy Choir and oh, wow. church choir mm. and whatnot. So shout out to my mother for that because that that has been one of the greatest graces of my life. Wow, thank you, um, mom. Yeah, amen. So um, yeah, with with that in particular, uh, we live stream our parish holy hour, which is every Thursday. Um, and, uh, what, t- what time so on Thursday? Thursday, 7 p.m. 7 p.m., okay. Yep. So it's, it's usually um, normal exposition and then a time of silence. And then uh, a few times I'll, uh, I'll bring over uh, my guitar and whatever songs of praise are, are moving in my heart and I think might help people to pray. 
Oh. I let people know you can either, if you want to adore the Lord in silence, you're welcome to do that muted out. You're welcome to do that too. Oh, and, um, that's so good. So those little things like that, um, um, uh, on Easter Sunday, um, uh, right after mass ended on Easter Sunday, I had my guitar over in the church and the live stream of the mass had ended, but I thought, you know, we're, we're just going to sing a song. So, um, I don't even know what the camera was focused on at that point, but um, just started singing uh, Matt Mars, Christ is Risen from the Dead. I um, love that song. Nice one. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I got a lot of great feedback. People were still listening, still tuned in. And um, so it's, 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 it's fun to share that gift. And song certainly helps people to pray. Oh. Certainly. Oh, that is awesome. We, man, we could talk to you forever. We, we're trying to, um, uh, we've got, like I said, three more pages of listener prayers. It's been amazing, Carol, and the, the gang over here has been calling every listener that they have information for and just asking how you're doing and what you can pray, what we can pray for. So we have a lot of prayers, but I have one more question I just have to ask, even though. Um, but I just, I'm curious because you're smart um, and you're young. So can you probably can find out where additional people like on Facebook or on your live streaming are coming from, like outside of your parish, like like you might have like a listener in Italy or something like that tuning in. Are you able to like do any of those analytics and kind of find out where are, are there new people in this in this literal springtime of the new evangelization? Are you finding that there's new people coming towards you? Um, yes. So yeah, we are. My business manager here does get all those analytics and forwards them to me frequently. We're getting. Um, a lot is from within Georgia, but a lot because of family and because of the posting links on Facebook. People are clicking in from all over the place. Wow. Um, I haven't seen anything international yet, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if that's happening and I've just missed it. But, but tons from all over the country, from relatives who are they're oh. very proud of their church and they love their parish. And, and um, so they're sending the link to them. Come join in and watch, watch with us this weekend. And wow. So we're, oh. yeah, we're getting um, thousands of views. Wow. God, that is wonderful. Live streams. That oh, is amazing. amazing. So, Father Michael, it sounds like you are able to bless so many people because of your talents that your mother um, your mother gave you, your talents of, of singing, but also all of these wonderful ways you're using technology and that people are able to come in. We would love it if you could close this out. Um, this section with you by blessing our listeners. Would you be willing to do that for us? Sure thing. And, and just before I do, I, I, I certainly want to shout out to everybody that I'm surrounded by. I've, I've got a great staff here mm. and great people. Couldn't have to do it without them. Yeah. And what's, Let the, us pray. what's your website again, too? You can give us that so people can find sure you. Thing. It's www.cokas, yeah. so that's the abbreviation of Christ our King and Savior.org. Awesome. And when do you, just for the record, too, when do you do your live stream masses, just so we know that, too? Yeah, weekdays are 9 a.m., Okay. and Sunday is 9 a.m. English, 11.45 Spanish. Oh, awesome. We're going to, I'm going to link, I have a page, gofishoutreach.com, so I'm going to put all this information on GoFish Outreach and try to link you, link to the Liturgy of the Hours and all these kind of good things, so I'll put those on there. But now go ahead and give us your blessing, and we're ready. Thank we got you. our hands open, and we're ready. Excellent. Heavenly Father. We thank you so much for this great season of Easter that forces us to recognize your great love, your power over darkness, over sin, and even over death itself. Rain down your grace upon everyone listening, everyone in our parishes, everyone in the the outreach of this radio signal and the website for the Quest Atlanta. Please fill them with hope and joy in these days, knowing that you love us beyond all telling. Mm -hmm. May Almighty God bless all of you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father Michael. We oh. just, we really appreciated having you on. Oh, it's been great. Thank you so much, Mari. All right. And Janice, I appreciate it. All right, take Thank care. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God bless y'all. 
So what a blessing to wow. have Father Michael, and he's doing yeah. such amazing things. And, and and as he was just talking, I was thinking about the fact that um, things will not be the same as we go forward. Things will not be the same, and we're kind of thankful in some ways that things will not be the same. When yeah. we've been talking to people, we've talked about how do you want to make sure you are different after this? How do you want to make sure things have changed in your lives and changed for your families and, and maybe even changed for the world? And um, I think one of the things that I consistently hear from people is exactly what Father Michael was talking about and just um, blessing people with your gifts, blessing people with graces, um, blessing people with uh, just all of the um, the ways that you can. And and so as, as you do that, as we've seen people do that, what I'm hearing people say is that they just really hope that people will love each other better, mm. you know, that they will love each other better. And it's interesting. It makes me think of a quote that I had read from St. John Paul II and um, it's just so apropos for right now. He, he said, in the light of Christ's death and resurrection, illness no longer appears as an exclusively negative event. Rather, it is seen as an opportunity to release love, to transform the whole of human civilization into a civilization of love. Mm. Isn't that amazing? Oh my goodness. Isn't that amazing? And he even talks about illness, not exclusively negative. And so we are just thankful. We are thankful for the fact that, as Father Silloway just said, thousands of people are tuning in. Mm -hmm. People are just hungry. Janice, she said it earlier. People are hungry for the Eucharist. They are hungry for being able to be at Mass. They're hungry for community. Um, They're hungry for each other. And it is amazing how many people are doing just beautiful things. And mm-hmm. I think about, we talked about spiritual gifts the very first time we, we were on air. And people are going to, your spiritual gifts, once again, your spiritual gifts were given by God to you in order to bless others. Like yeah. he said, to create the civilization of love because yeah. your spiritual gifts were created so that you could love other people. And it's amazing to me as I look at the people around us who are using their talents and their gifts and their spiritual gifts. I've got a friend who is a pediatric PA, for example. Mm-hmm. And she's not working right now because a lot of the pediatric areas are closed. And so one of her gifts is just this gift of generosity and she cares for people. So she's actually working for the first time at the CAC and going into the CAC and helping distribute food. And she's loving the Community Action Center. (laughs) I'm sorry, the Community Action Center. And she's helping to to distribute food. Mm. And, um, and I asked her about it. I said, you probably wouldn't have had a chance to do this. Mm. And she said, no, I was working so much. I didn't have the chance, but I'm going to make sure I continue this practice. Mm. I'm going to continue to do this. Um, Mm. we've got a group in East Cobb. Another friend told me about, um, they're actually on the Facebook. You can look them up on Facebook. They have an open Facebook. It's called, um, mask making for healthcare workers. Wow. That's And they're making thousands. I think they're probably up to over 10,000 masks. Now people are helping to make masks for all these healthcare workers. Um, I think I mentioned I had another friend who has gifted with administration and she is helping reach out to people and, and create an entire food bank for those children who can't get food, who are used to getting food at school or on the weekends. And so she's doing that as well. But, um, people are also just talking about the kindness, you know, that we're Mm. being kinder to each other. We're really seeing each other and we're being kinder to each other. And people are saying, you know, I hope we don't go back to business as normal. You know, I hope that it's never normal again. Right. And never take, yeah, never take this time for for granted. No, for granted. Right. 
that we've been so busy. And one of the things I remind people is that word busy. Have you heard this acronym for busy? No. Busy is being under Satan's yoke. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's convicting. It is, isn't (laughs) it? And I think about that. I think about how was I so busy sometimes and was I yoked to Jesus Mm. or was I yoked to Satan in my business busyness? And people are so much more vulnerable too. They've slowed down. They're actually looking people in the eye. They're noticing people, even like the person who bags your groceries. Yep. Um, I know you love the people who bag your groceries because your sister, your sweet uh, sister is one of my Karen. grocery bag, baggers, Karen. But um, to actually look at them and say, wow, this is somebody who's on the front lines, who is putting themselves out there, who's sacrificing for me. Yeah. And I'm going to just look at them and show them how much I love them. So once again, Pope France, uh, Pope John Paul II's comment about um, the civilization of love, creating right. the civilization of love where we're actually looking at people, we're aware of what people were, we're noticing the beauty and the simplicity mm. um, and the kindness and gentleness that we can have and just being tender for people. Oh, wow. So in thinking about that, we yes. also want to make sure oh. that we are praying for people. Yes. And there's right? so many and, and our, our official, you know, post-it note just got held up <laughs> that we have five minutes and we have pages of prayers. So heavenly father, we can't get to all these, but you know them in our hearts, but I want to just cover a couple of these because people have passed and I want to, you know, it's very timely. So I'm just going to We're going to start. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, for those who have died, um, uh, Marianne has uh, two family members that have died, and she has 13 others who actually have the virus right now in Syracuse. Father Fred Mazzarella, a Toronto-based priest, Veronica Barnhill, Tate, Jim, Felicia's father, Jerry, Jennifer's father, Richard and Meg's mother-in-law, Phyllis. We also pray for the repose of the soul of Anthony's grandmother on the anniversary of her death and for Craig and Debbie's daughter. Lord, there's so many people who have, who have passed and we, we um, lift those people up to you. And, and so many, sorry, go ahead. And we also pray for Laurie's cousin, Joe, who just Thank passed you. and his funeral mass is actually today, today. Lord. So be with his wife, Nancy, and all oh. those who are sitting outside the church and oh, Lord. praying for him. Lord, and there's so many people who are suffering. Um, Michelle, who's been diagnosed with lymph node cancer, um, Devin, who suffered a severe brain injury in a skiing accident, Peter in New York, who's uh, surgery, got surgery for bladder cancer coming up. He also has the virus. Colleen, who's ill, number of different people with autoimmune ailments, Bill, who's had a stroke, and his, all the caregivers, Marlene's father, who just got out of the hospital, Anne, Andrew, oops, Anne who's um, was waiting to go through RCIA and is, was waiting to come into the church this Easter, and she's one of our volunteers, and now she may have broken her leg, you know, for Sarah and for Jen's mom and for... Um, Randy, who's having surgery today, Leo's brother, Frank, baby Gideon, who is in utero, who has a rare heart tumor, Susan's dad, general he- generational healing for all the uh, families, Melissa's grandmother, Sue's mother-in-law, Phyllis, restoration of Melanie's, uh, a lot of people's marriages and all couples who are struggling during this time for Ivan and his brother, Carlos, uh, for Chris, who's and other people who've left the faith for healing of relationships during this time. And, and also pray for God to guide those who are seeking work, including Maria and her husband and Diane's grandson, so many more. I'm going to pass it to you, Mari, because mm-hmm. I, I feel so obligated to obliged to get these in and but know that we're going to go sit in the chapel and pray by name, by uh, line by line. We're going to pray each of these. We will. We will. And we we continue to also just want to encourage everybody and just know, know that, um, uh, you know, don't be afraid. The Lord, your God is going Amen. to be with you wherever you go. And that's from Joshua 1, 9. And and God just wants us to remind be remind you he wants us to remind you that he is with you that he loves you that he cares for you yes. um and that also romans eight twenty eight is a is a blessing and a promise to mm. us that he does work all things together for good for those who love him and who are called according to his purpose and and mary reminded us of that scripture and it's just one that's been on each of our hearts as well and so we do we pray for all of the 
people who gift us, who who, um, who share their gifts with us, including especially our priests, um, our priests and all of those who serve us, our, our healthcare workers, our public health personnel, our medical researchers, our first responders, and especially all those who pray, who um, serve in the military, um, including Ben, Debbie's son, Ben, and then also Megan's father, who mm. is an emergency room director. Mm. Um, and Lord, we just we just pray for all of those who serve us and who um, who are giving of their lives for us. Our listeners do want us to pray for a speedy end to the COVID-19 virus yes. and to sure. healing for all those who are afflicted by it um, so that we will um, that that we all all recognize and know that that we are loved and that we can come back. Um, Lord, we are praying that um, there's strength and peace for people in this entire world, that people will get to come back and um, know how much you love them and to learn during this time that they are so very, very beloved um, and that they've learned something during this time. They've learned to appreciate, to appreciate each other, to appreciate the gifts that they have, to appreciate you. Um, to love you. Amen. Lord, you're listening to um, Shelter in Peace. So we just want to lift up all of our listeners and we ask you to shelter them in peace. Heavenly Father, we just give you everything. We give you everything. We surrender. We surrender any fears, any anxieties, any illnesses. Lord, we just know that you're the ultimate healer and that you can heal all and that you are in control and that you are the savior of the world and you are the only hope in all of this and that the more we seek you, the more peace we're going to get. So Heavenly Father, as we shelter in peace, we just give thanks to you and we thanks you for all of our listeners and we just ask you to listen to all of their their prayers and mary mother mary we just ask you to spread your mantle over all of our listeners and anybody who's hearing this and and thank you and just bring us all closer to your son and we just um lord in this time we come to you as our children your children and we know that you're our dad and you're our loving father who are going to take care of us so we just ask for hope and peace and joy and to be the light in this darkness and we look forward to the time we can be reunited with you physically as well in the sacrament of of the Eucharist. We ask all this in your name. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So next week you got shelter and peace again. So if you didn't, if anybody missed part of this, feel free to go to our website and you can go to the, or the app that you've downloaded now, because we know you have or <laughs> Facebook page and just listen in again. And then and please send us some uh, information so we can send us some prayers and some blessings so that we can share these next week with you as well. So excited to be here with you. Thank you for giving us this opportunity. Stay tuned as the Angelus is coming up next.